Hey guys, so on this week's episode, I caught up with Billy, the founder of Fashion. As we discussed him entering the fashion industry as a business graduate, the kickoff of his brand new e-com business, and also the pop-up shop that is in stores this week. It's a really good episode, so I hope you enjoy it. guys it's Meg here and today I'm with um, Billy from Fashion. Um, it's a really really cool brand that I think you guys should all be getting involved in. It's really supportive towards young designers and especially graduates um, looking at um, independent brands, um, got clothing, jewellery, accessories, all genders. It's a really interesting and exciting opportunity and if you haven't heard of it already I suggest you go and find the Instagram page or the website and see if it's something that fits your business or your brand because it's a very exciting opportunity. And now I'm just going to pass you over to Billy to tell us a bit about himself and his brand. Hi, uh, yes. So thanks for having me on, Megan. Anyway, so it's good to do this. It's my first one, so it's good to uh, good to break it out. But uh, yeah, so fashion is an online social marketplace for up and coming designers to uh, showcase and sell their designs. So it's open to any independent brands. So if they want to come on, they can create their own page. They can upload their products, which all customers from all over the UK at the moment can come and purchase it. But then again, they can also post blogs and they can write blogs that can be interacted with by their customers through likes and comments. So it's all just a platform that is really focused on giving the designers the tools to reach the customers they want and make the sales that everyone wants to do after you know that creative process of making the items. And I mean, that in itself is really, really cool. And it's definitely a gap in the market, I'd say, at the moment for young brands and young designers. I mean, off the top of my head, I can only really think of like Wolf and Badger and ASOS Marketplace. Um, And even then, they're like, these applications are crazy unless you're like a massive, massive brand. Sometimes they're not interested. So I think it's really interesting that you're supporting young and local businesses. Um, So kind of what was your motivating factor for that and why you choose to go down that route? Well, so my sister was doing fashion design in, it was college actually, she was doing it in, and she was making some great things, and I must have been about 18, and I was thinking, why don't you sell, when you sell them, and she didn't know where to do it, she didn't know what platform to use, so I guess that's where the idea started, I started to do some research, and this was actually sort of before Depop and stuff started to come smooth, so I was sort of having the idea, and went to university, did my business degree, and then came out with a bit bit more of a structure of how I thought it could work and then sort of went from there really. I mean that is really interesting that you're inspired by your sister and I think as you say when you're younger you just think oh yeah I can just sell it like that will be fine but there's so much work that goes into it you need to get like your social page especially now more than ever get yourself known on a digital platform and get kind of the ball rolling to let people know who you are um but like how did you kind of find that coming from a business background was that a hard kind of path to follow to get into the fashion industry was it easy for you to understand like how how did you go about like navigating that yeah i guess i still have honestly i'll be honest completely no clue about the fashion industry so i'm still i'm still finding my feet myself but because because she was a student when when she uh, when she was doing the designs and i was a student leaving university the easiest thing to me to do was to start with students, start with university designers, 
and then that's why so the first platform we created we sort of focused it towards university students and what they were creating and then towards the end of last year after covid hit we did a like, showcase your end of year show and i remember you did a you did one as well and i think that was really good for the time because these students were left in the position where they didn't know what to do it sort of worked well for me as well to obviously not good for the situation but to learn how these students their process what they did what happens when they leave university and why some go to be independent designers and why others don't and then that's actually it's actually a massive learning curve so i took some of that and i guess i use that by putting into the next platform we've got now to make it easy as possible for them to make that transition from because most of these people will be student designers so to make that transition transition from that educational area where they've got full time to focus on it to now being it you've got to sort of start selling it it's more of the business and marketing and how do you reach those customers and it's, it's a very hard thing to say like me trying to navigate the fashion industry is them trying to navigate the business industry so it's it's, it's so i guess it's getting good there because we're meeting in the middle so we're both we're like everyone's learning on the go i think this type of thing and it's very young so i've got a lot of room to sort of sort of explore what works and what doesn't without things going completely wrong so <laughs> yeah it's just about trial and error and just sort of just sort of working through it yeah no i get that and I, I think it's really interesting what you said about like as a fashion person coming through and actually not having that business side because i remember doing my degree it's very fashion focused it's like how do you make a garment like how are you going to draw that how are you, how are you going to knit that where's the fabric's going to come from and the only kind of real kind of business side you touch on is obviously a little bit of marketing and a little bit of like costing, but that's genuinely like dependent on the university that you go to. So as you said, it's kind of probably met in a nice way by you bringing the business side and learning from these graduates and they go, actually, like, this is how we do it. And you taking that on board rather than being like, no, like, we're not going to do it that way. Like, you're letting them have that creative freedom, um, which I think is yeah. really interesting. Um, especially when you look at other marketplaces where they kind of like it to be all the same. You're still, like, even on your webpage, you can see where you have, like, is it is it the designer's own imagery that you use on the webpage? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's very similar to all the other marketplaces. We have no control over what they upload or what they price their products or anything. We're, we're simply hosting their, their stores. So, yeah, they completely decide on all the imagery. So, yeah. And, like, what do you think you've kind of learned so far in regards to kind of that and kind of the fashion process have you had you know any situations where you're like oh my god like i don't know how to address this or make it look on the website or like work with designers for the first time like how did you find that i guess a lot of it is what i've realized a lot of it is imagery so especially for my area from the website a lot of it is there's there's lots of different images and lots of different colors and lots of different designs and sort of trying to navigate the way is like how how is this going to look because when people first started uploading products we, we had a bit of a thing like actually is this all just going to look like all over the place is it going to is it going to mix together because i guess with other marketplaces some of them do have control over who's allowed on what image is allowed on but as we were just starting out i think that was a very much a learning point like how what have we got set parameters here like what are the images going to look like have we got to set like a very structured thing? But to be honest with you, we, we haven't actually had that much. We haven't had as much an issue as I thought it was going to be to start with. Because I think 
these designers, they very much know how to present their products in the right way for them because we've spent so much time making them. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it's their creative journey, I guess. So they know how they want it to look in the end. So it actually has been, been much, yeah, much easier than I thought it'd be in that aspect. But I think with the fashion, one thing I've learned, I'm trying to, because we're doing a pop-up shop and one thing I did start to learn from the fashion area is like, it's good to sort of come out of that school to have people to network with, to introduce you to certain, because I'm sure you went, because you did the, the fashion thing, I'm sure you have people with, like involved in magazines and, and journalism and sort of, it, we're going into companies that could sort of help out in that area. And that's definitely one area that when I start to, when we as a team start to both like develop more into that fashion focused area, we'll start to build that network up and it'll probably make things a lot easier in terms of you know, getting promotion and getting, getting meeting the right people. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think, as you said, I think almost like, I think fashion students and graduates, even young designers sometimes don't realise like the network we actually have at our fingertips because it's like, yeah. well, your friend might be working at this brand or might have started at this brand or might know this person or this influencer because it's all, you're already in that creative industry, whether you're kind of aware of it or not. But as you said, it's interesting to come in networking and being like, wow, well, I have to make extra effort because I have to go out and meet these people and find these people to connect with these people. Um, which is interesting um, but yeah kind of um, touching on your pop-up shop and you just like briefly mentioned so obviously thank god Covid is coming to an end hopefully <laughs> if we don't have another flipping variant which is all very exciting in the fashion industry because it means we can actually think about shows think about exhibitions which is like a massive thing in our sector um, so obviously it's very exciting to see that obviously there's going to be the pop-up shop is it next week or is it the week after yeah, so it's the 24th, so yeah, that's the next week, I think it starts on the Tuesday and then finishes on the Sunday, so it's a bad, a bad holiday weekend that is, so yeah. hopefully there'll be a lot of people getting out and about, hopefully the weather will be much nicer than it has been, <laughs> it's looking pretty nice at yours now, but it's pretty miserable. It was just raining, be. don't be fooled. <laughs> there you go, so hopefully you know, the nice weather comes in, people you know, want to get out and about, so yeah, so next week. And how, how have you found that? Like, obviously, a pop-up shop like that's that's a massive step from going from an e-com business to, like, I know it's only a pop-up yeah. shop. I know it's a week. It's not like, you know, you're committing to a year's rental. Yeah. But, like, how did you find that step? And, like, what was kind of your thought process behind moving from e-com to a pop-up shop? Well, I think we when the shop's open, we've seen in the news or Primark doing record sales, all these big retailers doing record sales. So we thought... Independent designers aren't going to be able to do that. They're not going to be able to. All oh, right, the shops are open now. Let's just set up the shop. Like, it's <laughs> not going to be possible. Like, there's not going to, there's not going to have enough shops for people to do it. There's not enough, not enough money. You've just been in lockdown. So luckily, we we've got a source of designers because they're on the platform. So we thought, all right, let's let's sort of take advantage of this. Let's give independent designers the opportunity to take advantage of the high street boom. So yeah, it's a perfect time. But like you said, we're not. Like this isn't a move to brick and mortar stores. Like what isn't our thing? And thank God because it's hassle. But <laughs> we're gonna. It's, it's just. It's just sort of emotional thing. But yeah, it has been. It has been a learning curve in terms of. I mean, especially because it's a week. And I think because it's a week has almost been a bit more of a pain because you don't want to spend silly amounts of money on certain things. Yeah. Think, well, if we're only gonna get a week out of it, we've got. We've got to be clever. And, 
And it's, and it's a lot for the designers as well. They've got to send their stuff and pick them up within the week or they want to make sure we all get the right amount. As it's the first pop-up shop, how much do we get sent over? Happy we don't want to over-promise or under-promise. Or come the weekend, we've got nothing left because everyone will be purchased <laughs> on the week. So. You sound yeah, stressed already. Lot, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of moving parts. So it's but, been interesting, though. It's been super interesting. No, but that's good. It, it, but, like, at this point, it is just... You know, it's just about testing and learning and you know figuring it out and you're not going to know yeah. those answers and but there, there are always solutions to everything like so kind of um can you give us a sneak peek or name any of the little brands that we're going to be expecting to see at the pop-up shop next week have you got a, a line yes so we've got we've got about 20 brands i don't want to feel like i'm leaving any out but here we've got rose ab who's like a she's an upcycle uses Spare, uh, textile brand, uh, Dreaming London, Flower Up, which I'm actually wearing a Flower Up hoodie now. I think I'll. Oh my God, representing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> he's a good one. He, he, uh, so that's sort of like unisex, but he donates, I can't remember, but a large portion of his, his sales to mental health charities. So again, this is a good thing about these independent brands. They do these extra things on the side. So it's, so it's always, Always worth supporting him, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, you put me on the spot. I completely forgot about everyone who's there. But no, it's but, as uh, you said, like all the extra little things that these brands do, and I think, I think this is the one benefit you have about being a smaller brand because sometimes the bigger brands just do it to kind of fit in with all the other brands, and small brands are doing it because there's passion behind it and there's care behind it, and it's about not only who do I want to be as a designer, but who do I want to be as a company, and what do I want to represent and support. And I think that's yeah, the same. Exactly. And I think that's the same with you as well, because you're supporting all these fashion businesses, but your connection to fashion is for your sister, and that's like really interesting. But you didn't, you know, this is a route that you've taken, and you're supporting all these like you know young designers, and it's one and the same. Do you know what I mean? Um, but so kind of in the process of you know getting all these designers on fashion, getting the ecom site set up, which I can imagine would have been a a long and fun process. <laughs> yeah, it was lovely. <laughs> Enjoyed every minute of it. <laughs> I mean, I've tried to do a few websites before and honestly, like, it's, it's yeah, it's so long. But um, in kind of getting designers on the website um, and, fe- and future designers listen to it and young designers listen to this podcast right now, like, how would they get set up on the platform? Like, is there a process? Is there an application? Like, so at the moment, it's very much an open, open process. So they can come onto the site. It's best, I think, it, for, the, for the start, it's best that they sort of reach out to us just to, so they can explore what a bit more about the platform and if it's the right thing for them, sort of like prices, what they've got to do. I mean, it's very open. There isn't actually much they've got to do. But <laughs> I think because we're very new, I think it's we don't want people to expect something that we can't explicitly deliver straight away so i think for, to start with it's good that they get in contact with us and just have a little conversation and think oh yeah this is definitely worth it for me but but there's no real there's nothing to say no one can't join this is it's not to say that we're yeah. saying no get in touch just because you can't join it's sort of getting in touch to, to to learn more about the platform and see if it's something that you're definitely interested in but in the future we want we want to be much more open and we want it to be like very much as the depop is but the independent brands where you sign up on your own back, you choose to do that. I'll sign up today on fashion. You don't really have to go through anything. You just sign up and then start selling. But 
but yeah, there's definitely for the future when we've got much, you know, much smoother process for everyone. And it's sort of like, like with Depop again, I hate to keep bringing it up, but it's sort of, it gets around and everyone sort of knows what to do before they actually go on the platform yeah. just because it's, it's, it's in people. People have talked about it. So yeah, it's always worth getting in touch to have a conversation because we'll, we'll always be open to chatting. So that is actually really interesting. I, and I do, I know you keep bringing it up and comparing it to Depop, but I, even though it's similar to Depop, it's also nothing like Depop because Depop, yeah. you know, you're expecting to pick up like, you create a little thing, your house is sunny, little item, you know, these brands that are already established. Um, and on the flip side, this is the same as in, yeah, you can post something, you can post what you want, you sign up as a brand, as you do, you make an account. But um, it's completely different because obviously it's, it's people making their own clothes. So that sets you apart a million times because it's all focused on, you know, independent brands, not these, you know, big, big names. Um, okay, so obviously you're kind of just touching on that point about you giving advice to designers in terms of having a conversation with you first, making sure that your, you know, brand is the right fit for them. Um, and make sure they feel confident in who you are and knowing the brand and knowing the story and knowing the aim. Is there any other advice that you'd give to them in terms of like images or getting set up on the website and just kind of all that process in general? Or like if a designer was going to stock on you and they were like, oh, is there anything I need to get prepared for? Like, would you give any advice or would you recommend anything? I would just say, just keep in mind that there is a lot of other brands on the platform. There'll be lots of different colors, lots of different items. So just whenever you're taking the photography and like, as I said before, the creators usually do it right as it's their products. But just remember to make that product stand out. So this, the product is the focus of the image. And it, there's very, there's a very good chance that people will be searching for something. That's what's great about this is it's very much community. If once someone brings on a customer, there'll be other customers. So they could be looking at something for an outfit and then they could see your item just standing out looking beside it. So. And then if they go, they well, they go together. Well, I can do, I can do with that as well. So just make the item stand out. So it sort of catches people's eye while they're looking for other things. Yeah, and and I completely get that. Cause when I've been like looking on the website, I've been looking at some of the images are really creative. They got things going on in the background, so then it's just more that are a bit simple. I mean, I was looking at it and I was like, whoa! Like when it's time to go for a festival, like I am, I am buying all my clothes from here because I was like, it is bright, it's <laughs> colourful, it is ready. Yeah, and it's also like not breaking the bank, like which. I also kind of like, and I'd rather give my money to smaller brands rather than like ASOS because I shop at ASOS too much and I shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> yeah, um, and the thing is, everyone does. Everyone <laughs> does. It's not, it's not our reason. You can't blame anyone for doing it because really, I do it myself and I've I, I set this thing up and I'm still obviously shopping from other things, but it's just, it's a starting point and it's just, as long as people sort of realise that sometimes you do pay a little bit extra, but you don't have to break the bank for it. There are alternatives there. We're just hoping to show, show them. And I think this is kind of relevant as well, especially kind of in today's climate. And I think we touched on it a little bit earlier um, in kind of COVID. And I know, I know nobody likes to talk about this topic, but I think since we've yeah. kind of come through this pandemic, a lot of people are thinking about more where they spend their money. As we've seen, like, obviously, throughout, you know, the last year, companies losing money companies going bankrupt people being made redundant people are thinking i could spend my money at this big brand but actually like i want to i want to buy something that i want but also support somebody at the, the same time there's this much more sense of yes. community which i think is great at the moment and as you said in your brand it is a sense of community and supporting one another as well as getting something that you like and i think that's a really strong message especially for like 
2021 and going future. Um, but kind of touching on that point, do you think there's going to be a bigger shift towards shopping independent? Do you think it's going to last? Like what? I mean, there's no right or wrong answer, but <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they will. Uh, I think they definitely will. I think people are becoming more aware, whether they like it or not. They, they can't, you can't avoid it. There's stories in the news, which the frontline news, you got the boohoo thing, for example, in the Leicester and the factory. You can't avoid that. That's that's in your day to day life. You've got to know about that. So subconsciously, people are noticing, and then other people are purposely like looking for it because they're well aware of the effects and they have known for a while the effects Bash Bash has on the environment and society. So I think it's definitely a stay. I can't see it going backwards. I think people are gonna definitely make make more informed decisions on their purchasing. What the only thing that needs to change is those alternatives need to be available and they need to be nowhere to found. And I think that's exactly what we're trying to do. We're trying to make them available to everyone. But that's the only way that can happen is if people start supporting them now. So people are then more independent designers, all right, we can actually do this. <clears throat> Sorry. So more independent designers say, yeah, all right, they're making sales. This is definitely something we can do. And then more and more start. And once that starts to happen, the choices there, the availabilities there, the tools start becoming more available. So it's just it's just getting started. I think we're definitely we're definitely on that route. And I think it's it's only gonna go up for me, and I think it's gonna go up fast. And I I I actually really agree with you. Um, in terms of this, just as you saying, like um, people becoming about m- more aware about what they're buying, especially when it comes to the planet these days, or all hearing in the news everything that's going wrong. Um, and I do think people are becoming more aware. But as you rightly said, like yeah, people are becoming more aware. But then we're thinking, well, where do where do I get these things from? Where do I locate them from? Yeah. So in terms of kind of filling that gap and helping people shop in the correct places, like fashion is definitely a great example of you know, expanding that community so the people that do want to shop more responsibly can do it and support those businesses. So definitely, um, I 100% think it's going to be like a bigger trend. Everybody's looking towards sustainability now because because we have to, to be quite honest. So we have to be supporting all these businesses um, for the economy, for the planet, for everything. Um, so kind of touching on that and obviously going forward, um, what is what is the future of fashion going to look like? Are we going to continue on this e-com? I know you're probably only within like your first year, would I say now, of fashion? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, within the first year still. So still I mean, very early. Got, we, <laughs> yeah, we do have big plans, to be fair. Um, so at the moment, we're marketplace, and that's fundamentally what we're doing with selling. But we've noticed a big shift in the social selling element. And social is such a big aspect of people's lives now. The Generation Z and our generation, we're spending hours on our mobiles and all sorts of social media. So I think what we want to do is we want to implement those habits into fashion and how we sell. So you'd have, for example, a live feed where all the designers you follow are posting products and posting images and posting updates. Oh, we're doing this. We're doing a sale here. But look at this outfit with whoever, and look look how they're styling it. And then you can put the purchase of products through that social as well as through the marketplace, which I think is really good for helping people find what they want while they don't have to search for it. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a casual. All right, that's all. Just I'll have a look at fashion today. See what's about. And then you might find something you like rather than thinking, uh, when I get home, I have to have a sit down and have a, oh, I want a T-shirt, so I'll 
have to open up ASOS and then I'll have to I'll have to scroll through 400 pages of t-shirts <laughs> to find one t-shirt so, so social social is very much I think what our next aim is and it's a big one it's going to take a bit of time but I think it's one that will benefit the independent designers massively yeah and I Again, I think you're like right on it because when we when we look at Instagram now with all the new updates, like you can literally yeah. you can click on an image and it comes up and everything's there. And it's like that already is helping you like shop the shop the catalog, shop the pages, knowing how to style it. Um, but in terms of like obviously the marketplace, is there anything else that you're kind of looking at doing? Or I guess also like at the moment, you know, designers are doing their own imagery will there ever be a chance for like collabs of designers within your page like maybe i don't know like mixing the outfits up styling the outfits like yeah i guess to to be honest we're super open to anything at the moment in terms of especially the marketplace i think we we want designers and creatives to come to us and think like we can do this on here we can do we can try this or we can approach them with an idea of how we think this could work. So we're definitely open to anyone who thinks, I've got a good idea for fashion, I think this could work this way. I think you could you know, change it, have a little bit of a design this way, or it would look good if people could scroll or or search a marketplace in this way. We just want anyone to come forward and say, right, this, this is what we think. So we're completely open. We'd love to collaborate with designers because this is for them more than anything. So if they know anything, then we want to know it. <laughs> I think again it, it touches on that kind of core point of um, fashion being a community and even then like you yeah. know about getting them involved in decisions and like or then being like oh actually we should be doing this and like kind of having that conversation and being like wow how can we grow how can we develop this which is definitely really interesting so how so the e-com site has been open for I want to say one or two months now but I'm like yeah right. so first of April first of April we launched oh my god month and a half already so how's it going <laughs> What's it's, it's, going, it's going really well. It's going really well. So the start was always, we were always thinking, how's this going to go down? But you always have the friends, family, you're always supporting. So that's how you, you always get a good good start. But uh, yeah, luckily, we all the designers, what's great about it is the designers share with their sellers, um, with their customers, sorry. Yeah. That they're now on fashion. So you're automatically reaching thousands and thousands of customers. Yeah, and I think... Which Oh, sorry. Um, as in, like, no, no. <laughs> when you get, obviously get those designers on board and they have more designers that then sign up, it's like these designers are then sharing that they're on the page and all it's doing is just building and building that community and making fashion a stronger place to be and a better place to be because, well, everybody wants to be on it and some on the side. So definitely... Yeah, so that's what that's the point. It's very much like a growth wheel. So it's just as soon as as soon as it starts, as soon as it gets kicking off, it's just gonna snowball into something bigger. So we've started that process already and you can see that already happening. So the more designers that come on, the better for everyone. So we just encourage as many designers to come on as possible and start selling. I mean, so that's that's all very exciting, really, isn't it? I mean, it'll be interesting if I if we're still if we're still doing this podcast in a year's time to be like, well, whoa, wait, what's happened since? Like, what's been going on? <laughs> um, but kind of until, so. well, definitely, fingers crossed. We've got to we've got to get through twenty twenty one. It's going to be perfect. Um, 
but kind of yeah going forward like this is kind of your space is there anything you kind of want to say to designers or them to know a little bit more about fashion like this is your chance to get gloating shout all about it <laughs> well i think i think this is the designers doing the great work that's what i want to say after the after covid i think a lot of people have gone over to their bedroom and thought you know i want to start something myself a lot of people are really doing something they're passionate about which is which is what we want and all and our, our thought process if you give the passionate community the tools to do it they're going to do it so all we ask is if you're interested and you do want to sound you do want to reach a new customer base and just come on to fashion and have a conversation. Just reach out as well. Just reach out. We're always open to, to open to having a chat. And I think, like like you mentioned a couple of times, the community aspect is let's with independent design. Let's build a community that can really compete with those fast fashion retailers and those the, the, the variety and options that they've got. So I think we've all got to come onto one platform to really to be able to start a process and compete with them. So. Yeah, everyone's welcome. Just get in touch. Just have a look on the website, see if it takes your fancy. So you heard it here first. Drop an at fashion a message. He's going to regret saying that because he's going to wake up and get like <laughs> 200 DMs <laughs> and be like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, if we've got hundreds, there's only a good thing. Isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Um, well, thanks so much, Billy, for being on the show. Um, but yeah, obviously, me. the pop up store is coming to London on Tuesday to Box Park. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, and check out the Instagram because I messed up everyone's names. I completely forgot them all, so make sure to check out the Instagram. <laughs> and make sure he's got your name design. right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. Uh, don't forget, you can visit the pop-up shop in Shoreditch Box Park as of the 24th of May. So it'll be open as you hear in this. Make sure you go and pop down and check out some of the designers. And also, if you want to get involved, remember just to send fashion a message on either their email or their Instagram. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And moreover, I hope you have a fabulous week.